my mom used to make me Halloween costumes. And they were really cool sometimes. Like, mm. she made me this really sick robot Halloween costume out of cardboard boxes. And it, like, was really, really cool, right? Mm. I wore it. And she wanted to save it. And my dad gave it to, like, some fraternity at his school that he teaches at. And they burned it in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. What on earth? <laughs> Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. All right. Here we are again. Oops, the podcast. Oh, yeah. That's me, Francis. That's him, Julio. This is he, Julio. He is him. And we've got Ryan. Hey. The criminal to our right. Nice. <laughs> oh, man. The old ne'er-do-well. <laughs> and we got Chris on the ones, twos, and whatever else have you. Era, era. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. On the way in this morning, I took the subway and I walk down into the area where the woman is behind the glass, and a cop was in front of me, a New York NYPD cop, and he leaned in and spoke to her, and he said, hey, uh, bathroom key? And she gave him the bathroom key, and he goes, you think I'm smiling now? Wait till you see me when I come out. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't. I didn't know that the cops used the subway bathroom as their bathroom. <laughs> don't you think they can do better than that? Have you ever used the subway bathroom? No. I think I maybe have once or twice, but it's one of those things that's like <laughs> hiding in plain sight. You know what I mean? It might be decent. No, no, no. It's hiding in plain sight as in it's there sometimes, and you would just never think that it would be. So it's as if it isn't even there. Yeah, it's not marked, I don't think. It may not be marked. Yeah, well, all, it, all I know it for is where Will Smith sheltered his son in oh, yeah. the pursuit of happiness for well, an evening. To your point, the cop can do better. And if, he's, if he is calm enough to be making inappropriate jokes, he can likely find the closest whatever where yeah. they will let a cop use the bathroom. He certainly has the self-possession to use Kava's bathroom without actually buying a bowl. <laughs> Dude, Veggie Grill, they have the code on the door, bro. Is that right? Yeah, just oh, go up, those... roll, pull up. Oh, they're Get gonna, in there, pal. They're going to end up with a few ODs in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're asking for. Oh, boy. A uh, couple sleepers. Oh, boy. Deep sleep. So, um, <laughs> how are you, Frando? I'm good, man. Um, how are you doing? I'm all right. I opened up our, our glass cabinet the other night, mm -hmm. and I saw, peeking behind a uh, a nice wine glass a shot glass mm -hmm. and i wanted to ask you about that interesting is it trashy for us to have shot glasses in our home <laughs> no dude at this age nah <laughs> you know like now listen i don't think i have any uh -huh. uh, we might actually we might have like a little listen a shot glass whether or not you're using it regularly or not I would actually argue it's potentially worse to have decorative shot glasses yeah. than it is to have real ones. Ones that you bought at a gift shop 
on the way out of uh, Hilton Head Island or <laughs> right, something. Right, right, right. Dude, imagine if you and I bought shot glasses every time we went somewhere, how many shot glasses we would have. It would be, we need a new apartment. Too many shot glasses. Too so, many shot yeah, glasses. Yeah, it's all right, man. It's good to have them in there. You we know? only have one. So That's kind of I don't funny. know. <laughs> it's not a very communal uh, option for us. Yeah, if you had like five different ones and one was like Cabo Wabo. Yeah. The other one said, whatever, you know what I mean? It's wine o'clock somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Senior Frogs, 2013. Yeah. Bubba Gump Shrimp Co. <laughs> <laughs> Yours have been significantly better than mine, dude. That's very good. Very good. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that, uh, I don't know. I just don't know. It occurred to me that at a certain point in my life, it's no longer particularly dignified to have shot glasses in your glass drawer, in your stemware drawer, or cabinet, rather. I would say I encourage you not to think that way. Because mm. who's to say anything? The idea that you're thinking that there's a, a thing you should be doing for every single scenario Right. Is potentially problematic for your life. Yeah. And, that's, and your happiness. It's a good point. I should be doing this. I shouldn't have this. Right. Everywhere you look, you're going to be having that dialogue. I think most of the time I have the courage of my convictions uh, and I'm not bothered by what, uh, whatever unspoken expectation there may be from a societal standpoint. However, <laughs> I do think that this one surprised me. I was surprised to find a shot glass. And I know that if, in the unlikely event that we had a group of people over for a pregame and someone said, let's do some shots before this, you know, Jimmy Buffett concert, <laughs> uh, we would just pour them in glasses. Right, right. And then have people kind of drink their, from them. their glasses. Yeah. I think that's a good, yeah. that's a good technique for that. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, speaking of shots, man, it's getting warm. We got some merch coming down the pipeline, Uh-oh, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, spaghetti you know, Those designs are getting finalized sometime this week, uh, and we should have some good, fun, good weather gear for you guys. Yeah, the stuff that you want to wear. The stuff you want to wear. Ryan, do we have any updates about, is there anything we can share thus far about items, the types of items we're going to offer? I think we're looking at a couple of t-shirts. Oh, a t-shirt. Love it. Maybe a hat for your head. I've heard hey, of those. Hat for the head. I've heard of those. And maybe a few more things, but we'll share that with you right now. More things? Sick, dude. Thank you. Ryan. Looking forward to that. Also, listen, guys, thank you for supporting the pod, for listening. I was thinking about this the other day, dude. Like, I sincerely care about our pod listeners. When someone comes up to me at a show and are like, I listen to the pod. And it's clear that that's true. Like, I, they get priority in my, in my stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You yeah. guys are the best. You guys are the best supporters. Yep. Um, it's great seeing you at stuff and, you know, happy to do whatever I can. So, like, if somebody tells me, comes to me with, like, and I, I worry about saying this, but, like, there have been times if somebody tells me something about their life where, like, I actually am worried for them if oh. they listen to the bot. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Like, if somebody's like, oh, so-and-so happened or, like, if somehow I catch a, I don't want to reveal specifically what I'm talking about, but like if I catch a, some sort of tip off that a listener is not doing well, it bothers me. Yeah, that's sad. Um, and it makes me sad, dude. And mm-hmm. I, but then I was like, oh, that's kind of nice that I actually feel that way mm-hmm. about the people who support us. So 
it's been a nice long ride and i appreciate all of you yeah the sincere thank yous that uh i've heard and received at times on the road from people who go a step further and say that you know our podcast has lifted their spirits in particularly tough moments of their life uh you start to feel very kind of um humbled by that and and uh as though you know i don't want to say that we're doing something important here but it's nice to know that uh there, there is a positive effect in some way of our conversations, which we enjoy so much. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. So, thank you. Well, speaking of uh, moods, issue. You know, I, I, I went on a date with my wife last night. <laughs> For a second, Ooh. I was like, "What the fuck?" No, I went on a date with my wife last that's, night. That's fun, man. And I, it was in. We're, we've gotten really into the early reservations. Mm. Six fifteen was this reservation. Solid. And so we. I dressed for the date for work because I knew I wasn't going to change for oh, the wow. date at work. And everyone was commenting on how nice I looked. Oh. People were saying, what are you doing? Why do you look so nice? And I said, I'm going on a date with my wife later. <laughs> and people said, oh, man, don't tell my wife that you guys still <laughs> go on dates. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> oh, wow. You still go on dates with your wife? Must be nice. <laughs> It's like, yeah, bro, I do. But we went to this amazing restaurant called Have and Mar. Have and Mar. It's in Chelsea, 26th and 11th. Relatively new. I think it opened in November. It's uh, the newest installment from Anders Samuelson, who I think is his name. He's the um, that amazing chef who started Red Rooster. He wore, he's a he was a I think he was like a, an orphan in Africa, who got adopted by that Danish family, Dan- Denmark, family in Denmark, and was raised in Denmark and learned uh, to cook. Red Rooster is that like top restaurant? In, yeah. yeah. And he learned to cook in Sk- Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. And I think he was on, on the you know sous chef line at Noma, which is mm-hmm. one of the best restaurants in the world, and then came to America and, and started, I think I have that story right, started Red Rooster, which became a, a oh, major okay. hit. I was thinking of Noma. Noma's in Copenhagen. I know, but when you yeah. said Red Rooster, I was like, oh, maybe that's that num- that restaurant that's yeah. in Copenhagen that's always... Be a bit yeah. of an odd name for a Copenhagen restaurant, Red Rooster. It's very American. What's it might it? not be, though. You know what I mean? Who knows? What's like, the name of the chef? I think it's Anders Samuelsson. Marcus. Marcus Samuelsson. Excuse Ooh. me. I went even more Ooh. Danish. Yeah, Anders. <laughs> yeah. Good old Mark Samuels. Dude. Well, <laughs> he he started Red Rooster. Um, and then he's now had so much success that he's made a number of other restaurants and this is his newest one and the food was exemplary. Sick. But I was in no mood to be on a date. How come? You you blew your load during the day? My spirits were just absolutely at the bottom of the river. This is yesterday? Yeah. And I don't really know what happened. I just didn't have a great day at work. I wasn't really, you know, I've been having some down days lately. And uh, it's a tough thing to muster your spirits for a date. Yeah, because you schedule the date and it's sort of like having an outdoor wedding because you can't really control (laughs) the weather. That's it. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's it. You can plan a pretty picnic, but you can't control the weather. Yeah, yeah. That's so, exactly right. Some days you just got to fucking rally for it. Yeah. You know? 
when we were on the in the Uber home, she said to me, "If this happens again, you should just cancel our date." <laughs> oh, Are you serious? Yeah, dude, I was damn. I was in bad shape, and I was trying. I was just so dis- I don't know downtrodden. My God, I was very downtrodden, and it's very hard to stay present and uh, you know be upbeat and attentive and and wow, this is good. Try a bite of this, you know, on a date when all you can think about is just. I don't know the troubles of your day. Mm. So I felt bad, felt bad for my my poor wife. But uh, <laughs> you know, can't win them all. You can't win them all. And dude, this this sort of reminds me a parallel sort of scenario is like you have a special night out planned. You know, you have a special night out planned, and perhaps <laughs> it's implied that you know the the parties involved may hug and kiss at the end of the night. Ooh. <laughs> maybe you're going to hug and kiss. And <laughs> oh, both? <laughs> you might, yeah. Maybe. Okay, must be nice. And <laughs> dude, but you know, you go, you have the part there's such a like still fine line of how much fun you can have versus how tired you can get if you don't have enough fun where like the hugging and the kissing <laughs> becomes less likely if yeah. you were to not be aware that it's expected that hugging and kissing may go down. Oh. In which case, you sort of are in a sim- similar scenario where, like, you need to rally. Or, you know what I mean? You hope she drinks too much. Hug and kiss. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, I feel like shit. But, like, but what'll feel more like shit is the relationship seeming like it's lost a little bit of gusto. If we don't hug and kiss tonight, it's going to be bad news for our, for our future. Did I ever tell you about this? One time I was at my friend's house. Dude, his step... <laughs> what? I just like the premise we're in right now. I like where this is going. I like hug and kiss a lot. I think that's very good. Yeah. Dude, I was at my friend's house and... He had a step, uh, a step, whatever, a stepmom, uh, <laughs> a step, a step, yeah. a, he had a stepmom. I thought you were going to say step ladder. I, I really did. <laughs> the stepmom was, was significantly younger. I don't know that that's a relevant detail. Then he? No, no, no. Then, not than he, then his, his, <laughs> then his father. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's significant or not. It feels like it is. And you can tell me whether or not you think it is. At one point, it must have been 6 p.m. We're downstairs playing video games, and he comes up to us, and he goes, me and her name are going to go upstairs to hug and kiss. Oh. Um, just, you know, we'll be back or something later or something like that. How old were you? I want to say, I don't know, 11. So 12. you were not wow. old enough to know that that was code for... Pipe City. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to knock the shingles off the home. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to... Yeah. We're, we're expanding westward. We're gonna. We're... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, dude. I was like, I, yeah, I didn't think twice about it, but it's one of those things you think back on. You're like, oh, that's kind of weird. Is it weirder that she was much younger? Or no? <laughs> I mean, I think it's weird that he told you <laughs> at eleven. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah. Was it just to say? Um, if there's an emergency, that's where we are, but don't come knocking unless it's an emergency. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think it was exactly that. Okay. I think I think it was exactly that. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, if I'm him and you guys are playing video games, I think I'm probably rolling the dice on that one. 
and just going yeah. upstairs to hug and kiss and hoping that in you know nothing bad happens for 20 minutes so i'm also wondering this like maybe there wasn't a lock on the door or something and maybe they think that like the sons come up and be like dad dad and he's just like you know in some undesirable position. Exactly. he's in doggy yeah. you saw the way i did the hand and yeah you know. he's in doggy <laughs> he's in doggy <laughs> Do you think that happened before, and that's why he's letting the kid know? I wonder. <laughs> I can't help but wonder. That's all I can do. I, I don't know. I wonder, Chris. It's possible. Uh, it's certainly possible. It's funny that this is as dirty as we get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just poking fun of sex pod podcasts. He's in doggy. <laughs> he's in doggy. I wrote a blog yesterday about Alex Cooper of Call Her Daddy. She got engaged. And um, did you see that? I did. I didn't read the blog. No, no. I'm, yeah, I meant that she. Got no, no. Married. But I, I, I would have. But I, I wondered. I was like, I wonder if I know enough about this topic to begin with in order for the blog to make sense. I was like, it might require research, and I made assumptions that I shouldn't have made. I'm sure it would have been everything I needed to know. Right. What there. were your assumptions? My assumptions were that I didn't know enough about her and about stuff involving her for the blog to be something that i would immediately understand. oh so, i didn't do much i don't need i don't either i mean i'm only privy to the to the story of their sort of uh i guess separation from barstool and then kind of the comeback and but but this was just purely a breakdown of his proposal i don't know this guy uh i don't think i think she protects his identity a lot um and she's obviously uh I don't know, an A-list celebrity at this point. So, uh, oh, speaking of, can we do a quick detour here? Yeah. Pete Davidson, your pal, mm -hmm. went viral for at being at the Knicks game. He's walking out the tunnel to his presumably his courtside seat and a bunch of kids asking for pictures and he's taking their phones and taking a selfie and then giving it back to them. And there's a guy. Did you see this? Yeah, I did. Yeah. And it's funny because whenever something like this happens to him, I always wonder if it is compassionate to reach out or if it's annoying. So I haven't said anything to him about it. I think that's the right call. I'm going to see him tomorrow. And we may never talk about it. There are certain topics that norm that normally you would talk about with your boys that we have not talked about because of this. You Do think you, that's the right instinct? Well, I, 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 my, my, my thought is yes. But then I have to ask you if you feel as though you have to calculate what topics are greenlit and which to not touch right before seeing someone of the stature of pete davidson yeah so i always am like it's much easier to approach something like that as in in person because i don't want to like i don't know how he feels i i can't relate to it because i'm not famous you know what I mean? Right. Can you finish explaining what happened? I missed it. Sorry, Chris. Yeah, so the he's he's in the tunnel. He's coming out. He's taking pictures for everybody and everyone, and everyone wants a piece of him. And some guy is sort of, some older guy in his 50s, 60s. He's like up in his shit. Is lurking over his shoulder, trying to basically be in these pictures, these selfies that he's taking for these kids. He may have had, his boner may have been on the back of Pete's leg. Yeah. For all and of he's That's just how close all he over him. He's breathing down his neck and Pete's taking these dutifully taking these pictures. And finally Pete 
it gets fed up and gives him just a little gentle push. Nothing, nothing crazy. Just it like, was sort of like, dude, get the fuck off me. Yeah, like, get away Anybody from me. would have done it, in my opinion, in, a, in any scenario. Yeah. And the guy faded away. And 100% of the internet was on Pete Davidson's side. Yeah, that's oh, true. That awesome. 100% of the world was, was saying, look at how restrained he was. Imagine how annoying that must be. Incredible restraint from Pete Davidson. Yeah. And I can't remember a time where a celebrity put hands of any kind on a fan where there weren't at least a few people who said, come on, man, you got to rise above or have thicker skin or wow, that's a bad look for this guy. Yeah, and, yeah. and said something yeah, negative about the celebrity. Totally. Um, so that was what struck me was that was that uh, there was this unanimity in supporting Pete. Of course, reasonable people would take that side, yeah. but there wasn't anyone who thought, you know, some troll or some asshole who thought to say, "Wow, he should never have." You know, that's a fan. He should never have done that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but dude, like Pete is really good about pictures and stuff, dude. And he's really nice to people. Like, he's really, really nice to people in passing. And he's never, like, he, I've never seen him big time somebody. Ever. That's tough, man. And, you know, he, he's good at keeping a low profile. And if somebody's like, hey, Pete, like, dude, it, it's amazing, to be honest. So, um, you know, I'm not surprised. And you can kind of see it. He's taking photos in that video. Of course. He's taking photos with people. Like, it's nice to have the context. Yes. There, um, because you see that. The guy who was up in his shit was had spatial respect issues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I golly, I can't imagine being that famous. I know that sounds like a nightmare. Well, dude, like, this is a good time to plug the show. Bubkiss comes out May fourth. Wow. Uh, on Peacock, you should watch it. It's really awesome. I've seen quite a bit of it. I'm in a bit of it. I don't know uh, if I, I don't want to spoil it, or I'm not sure if what I'm supposed to say or can't say or whatever. I'm in the last episode of the season. I think that's fine. Um, in a really, really fun part role with some friends and awesome people. And it really, I think came out really good. I think it could be the series of the year, in my opinion. So wow. check it out for sure. And uh, yeah, that's really great, man. Guys, if you're thinking about taking on some cooking, but you don't feel fully confident or equipped in dosing out the different, ingredients, etc. <laughs> HelloFresh really is a wonderful solution to this problem. Yeah. Uh, it really empowers you to cook. Anybody can do it. If you have, and I just can't help but think of the quote from uh, the menu, cook. Yeah. Cook. Mm-hmm. Cook. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Good quote, yeah. And you don't have to assemble your own ingredients. <laughs> cook. You don't have to assemble your own ingredients because they're given to you. Mm -hmm. You need ginger, the exact amount of ginger is present. You need to make a any sort of extra concoction, whether it involves sauce or salt or spice, it is there and it's there for you. Uh, they're good about mixing up the recipes. It's easy to sort of custom make uh, a slate of food without having to actually do it. They'll be like, what are you into? You pick, that's it. Uh, and for a limited time, they have some authentic recipes created in partnership with Chef Serbisani. Uh, of New York City's Tagmo restaurant, and you can enjoy a cultural taste tour right in your own kitchen. Delicious. HelloFresh rocks, and it can knock the socks off of your partner if she, he or she shows up, or they, mm -hmm. they might like it too. Mm -hmm. Get in there, rip the rip the recipe, uh, go to HelloFresh.com, 
slash oops16 and use code oops16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. That's hellofresh.com slash oops16 and use code oops16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. You're going to love it. I've been watching Beef. Oh, how is it? Ooh, I heard it's good. Spectacular. Mm. I don't know why they tried to name it something cool. That annoys me. Is there some... a, it, it is <laughs> more specific. It must, <laughs> it must be named this. Okay, okay. There would be no other name. It is the correct name. I was like, oh, A24, beef. Like, you know what I mean? I was just kind of like... <laughs> yeah. it, it pissed me off and I, and I didn't watch no, it. No, no. It is perfect. <laughs> and it is, it is a show that... Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. I'm, I'm almost this. I'm in awe of the fact that they didn't run out of ideas after three episodes. And not only did they not run out of ideas, but the it's just gotten better and better with each successive episode. Is it a linear story? Yes, you okay. have to okay. see it all. Okay. Um, it's amazing. I am in in awe of Ali Wong's acting. The guy is phenomenal. It's not predictable whatsoever. It's very offbeat, and I I am really enchanted by this show. Awesome, I and it's watch it. it's it's really good, and we're, we've gotten really into it. So oh, that's fun. I knew, yeah, Hill Dog and I watched the Night Agent, which we hate watched. It reminded me of the Flight Attendant. Yeah, where it's like, you know, the the script just like didn't make sense the entire show, but it was still extremely entertaining, and just like the amount of times lines like. Get the president on the line. <laughs> We're like delivered insanely in a way that made no sense. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> it, I don't know. But but um, yeah, so I'm excited to learn that there's a hot one out there that I should watch. I could check it out. Nice. Speaking of which, I got to ask all you guys something listening. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to format my Afghanistan piece. And it's sort of hard to say because there's sort of a cohesive sort of thing through line sort of situation in a way but you know we come back to it over time so like you hear about it something else happens you know what i mean so it feels like a movie to me more than a series now a series that could be awesome too that could certainly work but like on youtube it seems as if it's harder to do something like that potentially i don't know if that's even true like a linear series and it's not that linear it's still unscripted you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i'm wondering would you guys watch something that was two hours long? I'm talking specifically to you guys out there. You guys would probably say, we'll do it for you. You know what I mean? But I'm wondering if people listening who aren't sitting next to me right now, who don't, you don't have to say you'd watch it. But you know what I mean? You'd, you'd be willing to watch it for me, probably. I, I, don't, think, I don't think it needs to be a, a support only thing. Um, I would say that objectively let's say i didn't know you Mm uh i would imagine if it were two hours i can you can you download youtube videos onto your phone or a tablet for a flight yeah you have to pay for the premium though you do yeah see that would be a good way to do it for me i find that i can watch two hour things on flights no problem but but aside from that, if it, if it weren't to do it that way, then I would probably watch it in installments. Which I'm completely fine with. Yeah. Um, but, you know, 
Because in my mind, I'm like, all right, a movie is two hours. Movies are always two hours. What's the big deal? Somehow, the fact that it's a YouTube video somehow changes the, the psychology of that for me. I might be overthinking it. Will there be ads popping up every that we got to sit through every, you know, I've realized that they start minutes. doing that. That's yeah. a crazy thing that they do. I don't, I'm not sure. I actually was literally thinking of, not, of demonetizing the video specifically so that I wouldn't have to deal with that for the first two weeks and then turning them on. Well, you can select where the ads go. So you can, you can put it in a good spot. Makes sense. Oh uh, yeah. Cause I was literally, I was watching one of my old videos for like a reference and an ad popped up at the beginning of one of like a really compelling segment that was like a bridge mm. and it ruined the flow of it. And it was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. You so, can manually place them. Oh, you can. Yeah. Well, look, I, to learn all this shit. I think, I think you have an incredibly unique piece of work. A lot of us are very excited to see it. We've heard stories about your trip. We haven't seen a lot of visuals. We haven't heard what it was like to have your boots on the ground over there. I can say that we, and I'm sure the broader Oops the Podcast audience, are very eager to, you know, microwave a big old bowl of popcorn and commit a night to it. We are. Throw it up on the smart TV, you know, and really let it, let ourselves sink into it a little bit. Let it rip. Um, I know from like a, from a YouTube, you know, perspective, I'm trying not to get too bogged down by the idea of. What's the best way to maximize the, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to make this not about that ever, you know? So it's like, while maybe doing uh, like part one, part two, part three, maybe that would be better for a channel. I don't know that it's better for the, for the actual video, but maybe like you said, if you're going to watch it in pieces anyway, maybe it doesn't matter. Will it be hard to find it? Like, will it be hard to find episode two for some reason? You know what I mean? No. You know how that like No, that'll sometimes? be right there um next video, your most suggested next video to watch. Right, I can put it in the and, comments. Uh you know, you people will know to go to your channel or wherever you're putting it and it'll be I don't think it'll be hard to find. I watched the Vice documentary about them going behind lines in North Korea. Oh yeah, that's and a great the, one. And that one is each one of those is about 45 minutes, maybe mm. even longer. And I watched all all of them. And, and how many of those were there again? I think there were th- three or four parts. That yeah. was such a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. Um, interesting. interesting. And I think that's somewhat similar to how to how you could roll this yeah, out. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it'll all it'll all slowly come together. I don't know. I'm in the this period of time now where I'm just expending these like massive chunks of time on it because it's so close to being done that I just want it to be done, but it's not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just like little stuff. I, mean, I still have to like. That's too long. That's too boring. Whatever, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I, we're getting there. So it's coming. I can smell it. Nice. I've been saying that, but this is my biggest undertaking so far as a, a filmmaker. Wow. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so, dude, I'm going to a premiere uh, in a couple of days for Bupkis. Bupkis. Which I'm psyched about. Mm-hmm. I did not get a haircut in time. Uh oh. And Hill Dog says that if I my hair peaks. If I have an event, I should get my hair cut a week before. Yeah. And then I show up really looking svelte. Give yourself a week. Let it settle in. Yeah. And I'm not totally sure if it's worth taking the risk, but I may just have to hit sport clips. Sport clips. May have to hit it hard. You don't want to take the risk of not having your hair cut, you mean? Like, I think that I could get it together, but I also maybe want to look fucking, you know, clean, dapper. Totally. Rippity dippity, get in there. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Get that. Get that. 
gross mane off your ears. It's me. Watch out. Look out. Star of the show. Gallerati. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, commenting on Gallerati in the wild is funny. Sometimes people will be like, Gallerati did this while I'm sitting there. I enjoy that. Anyway, Gallerati showed up to the premiere. He crushed it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the sports clips people, uh, sport clips people really speak the language of hair. You can say that they're fluent in fades, mm-hmm. literate in long locks, and just all around clippers confident. Listen, Francis. a classic guy fade is a hard haircut to pull off to make it actually seamless, and sport clips does it better than anyone. Yeah, crush that's what it. they've been trained how to do, and they get it. Yeah, it's really solid. Next time you need a cut, come to sport clips and get a head turning haircut from the pros. In men's hair. We were at the dog park, and a woman, you know, her dog was being very uh, yippy-yappy and sort of playing very rough with rhubarb, <laughs> and uh, she came over and was sort of apologizing and saying, oh, she's, she's a lot louder than, she, you know, she's just loud. She's not actually rough. I said, okay, that's fine, whatever. Isn't there, like, a saying derived from dogs to describe that? Bark, no bite. <laughs> yeah, how are you? Yeah. How are you not using bark as louder than the bite in that situation, lady? Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, okay. It's a good point. Well, instantly after she said that, she said, "Do you guys live in Brooklyn?" Hmm? And we were like, "Oh yeah, we we do. Yeah, we live in Dumbo." <laughs> and she goes, "Cool. What do you do for a living?" And I was like, "Wow." These are really abrupt questions, you know? My question is, does the dog park lend itself to a community feel? Ease us in. How often do you come here? Mm. What type of dog is she? Mm -hmm. Have you been to the other one that's on the other side of the hill? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, my name's so-and-so. Yeah, yeah, I come here. Do you guys... Do you guys live in Brooklyn? What do you guys do is definitely the big what an odd big encroachment. You know, it occurred it someone once I think it was a French teacher that I had who impressed upon me in a very early class that in France you don't ask someone what they do for work. It's not a question that comes up early in conversations. Whereas here it is Question two or three in a lot of conversations. Mm, Cocktail party, charity gala, group dinner. That's a that's question two or three. And and I don't what's interesting is we don't necessarily mean it in a rude way here. We've become that's such an in, intrinsic part of our identity. Yeah, it's not rude. Yeah, we fucking work all we do is work, dude. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. Not actually, but you know what I mean. It's like a grind it's a grind mode society. I think I remember being told that in in places like France and <clears throat> be asking someone what they do for a living, everybody knows what jobs pay what. So it's a very adjacent question to asking how much money do you make? Oh, interesting. Interesting. And that's very rude. And they take it as such over there. I wonder if that's still the case. But yeah, I don't know. I was I was taken aback by how brittle these questions were oh dude yeah that's interesting yeah i mean brent so brent got a dog and he says that his neighborhood now feels like a parallel universe and all these portals have been unlocked Mm. Uh, and he's meeting people and the dog knows people and they come out and give him a treat 
<laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, so I, w- I always wonder about the culture of dogs uh-huh. in that way. Uh-huh. So like to me, a dog park is a place where a person is more likely to ask you a question, but agreed question number two being where do you work or what do you do or whatever is a little insane. Yeah. Your friends posted a picture of a foster dog. Yes. Named Socrates. Oh, that's so cute, dude. You think so? That I, Hillary and I, well, I've been, I've been going, can we get him? Can we get him? <laughs> You've been saying that? Yeah. And she's like, you yeah. want a dog? Like I do, but the way that like a little boy does, like, I don't want to have to do anything, but I want him. <laughs> <laughs> but we've been talking about what, what we would do with him if we had him. So Hillary's like, where would, like, would Socrates be in the bed right now? And I'm like, I don't know. Would he? And she'd be like, well, maybe like on the end of the bed. <laughs> and she's like, but I don't know. Our apartment's too small for a dog. I'm like, I don't know. It may, is it like? So we are really getting there, dude. And I've been watering wow. that plant boy. <laughs> I have been feeding that plant boy. The plant boy. The plant boy. The is, way you get the dog. So I think that it's like plant boy, <laughs> dog, human. <child. laughs> I have been feeding that plant boy, dude. That plant boy is thriving. And I've learned a lot. Shout out to Jackie T for giving me uh, tips on the plant boy. But he is ripping, dude. And when I see his moisture meter getting low, I yeah, this morning, I, I didn't have enough time to feed him all the water he needed. But I very quickly filled up a huge thing, dumped it, bounced. When I get home, he's eating good, dude. Wow. And it makes me really sad cool. that he, when he's not doing well and happy when he is doing well. Yes. So. Yes. I think I think this is this emotional connection that a lot of people develop to plants which i I do not and it makes me think i might be a sociopath (laughs) but you have two dogs dude no but but i mean we uh, we have these plants and we've had them they're just they're just in our lives Mm. you know we've had them for many many years and i they don't necessarily fit the vibe of our of our new apartment and i made the comment to sierra i said you know we may consider replacing these and I, and she said, well, what would we do with them? And I said, I don't know, throw them out. And she was shocked. Mm, I understand shocked her feeling. That I could be so heartless. I understand the way that you feel because I didn't give a shit about plants either at one point. And now that I really do, I really do. I, if somebody I, fucked the plant, if I came home and the plant boy was was destroyed, I would sob. <laughs> I would start sobbing. He's a living thing, dude. Yeah. And you yeah. talk to him. I talk to him all the time. <laughs> I'm serious. And I touch him and I talk and I say I talk to him nice too. Uh-huh. They, they like it, dude. This I, reminds me of the time that one time Sierra told me that when you came over to our apartment for a recording session that I wasn't home yet and she, you she didn't, I think the door was open. So you came in and she, you didn't know that she was there. And Kojai went to greet you. And you were talking to him without knowing that she could <laughs> yeah. hear you. Oh, yeah. And it's really fun to hear someone when, when they don't yeah. know that anyone's around. Because yeah. you're being like, you're a good boy. You're <laughs> yeah. a good boy. It's a good test. It's yeah. a good test. Because if I was like, the fuck out of and then Sierra, uh, yeah. and then Sierra comes on the car. Hey, Gene, I'm a Kojai. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, totally. That's like savage. Totally. Yeah. I wave at dogs and children, like little children in public, and Hillary says that I shouldn't be doing that. Why? I do the finger at the. I go hi. If I see a kid in a stroller, I go hi. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like not okay? No, I think that's fine. I think you get to choose your own tone with kids. So, because like they say that American kids, like I don't know, 
in Europe, you'll notice that like little kids are far more mature. Huh. And there's this theory that it's because they talk to them like adults younger. Mm. But I don't want to do that, bro. I want a little cute ass kid dressed like a fucking sheep. Dressed yeah, like a yeah, sheep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Walking around. I just want to laugh at him. I don't want you I don't want my three year old showing up with his hands in his pockets being like, What's going on here? Right. <laughs> you know what, right. I mean? what are you guys up to? Right. You know, like I don't know. I can't wait for our kids' first cognizant Halloween. Oh, that's great. Where they know what's at stake. And it, and it matters. And they're pulling me like, yo, pick up the pace. We've got <laughs> hay to make hay while the sun is shining or whatever. Yeah, the Robertsons have full-size candy bars. Yeah, we <laughs> come on. We need to get there we're, before they're lagging. Out. We have a goal tonight. People shut their doors by 9 p.m., yada, yada. <laughs> That's what we want. That's what we want for sure. Yeah, 100%, dude. Oh, dude. So this is an interesting. Tell me what you think about this. My mom used to make me Halloween costumes, and they were really cool sometimes. Like, she mm. made me this really sick robot Halloween costume out of cardboard boxes, and it, like, was really, really cool, right? Mm. I wore it, and she wanted to save it. And my dad gave it to, like, some fraternity at his school that he teaches at, and they burned it in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. What on earth? <laughs> I may be completely making that story up. I forget, but my dad got disposed of it, and I think it ended up in some fire pit. And my mom was so mad at him. Why? Why did it in the fraternity? What did he? Why did he give it to a fraternity? I, I, I don't know. Actually, I may, I potentially just completely. Those are very specific details to have, you know, burned into your psyche. But he had like <laughs> students who were like he was tight with. Like his some of his students used to babysit me. Like, I'd go over to their house yeah. and play Sega and shit. Hey, Mr. G. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, by the way, I have a good story. We have a good follow-up story about that after this. But anyway, my mom, like, I don't know. They like to save stuff. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it seems like one of those things where I could see I could see you doing that. Saving and or I, getting rid of? Throwing it out. Now, yeah, I, streamlining. Now, now, granted, I don't necessarily, I don't know what the communication was. Mm. I don't know if my dad was told not to throw it out. Mm. Which is different. I think that you would have that would have landed on you. You wouldn't have thrown it out if you were told not to throw it out. But if there was ambiguity, you may have thrown it out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the deal is there. Uh, I need to find out. I, I made the mistake uh, not long ago of throwing out a number of tops in our to- our drawer. We had this. We have a a drawer that has no. Uh no. Oh. We have a drawer that has a number of sort of mason jars. I like drinking ah, my like coffee out of mason jars. <laughs> Twisties. Yeah. yeah, twisty tops. And there were so many tops. And I knew that not all of these tops had a mate. And yeah. I knew also that most of these mason jars had the same <laughs> size t- uh, top. So that a couple of tops would work for all of the mason jars. And I took the liberty because you couldn't even put more clean mason jars or jars into the drawer because the tops were taking up so much room. So I just jettisoned a number of the tops. And sure enough, those were vital sealants Uh, to so many, you know, vehicles of mm -hmm. of liquid. So uh, I made cause to make you get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. So. I always think, and now granted, I understand what you had good intentions. Like if I have one sock, it's gone. Especially when the laundry's up to date. Now that I have laundry in my apartment, I know 
fully well what the inventory is. And if there's a guy who's, <laughs> if there's a lone wolf, it's like that show Outlast. You're gone. You got to team up with a new team or you got to shoot the flare. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. That's how that show works? Yeah. Okay, cool. You need to be on a team. Cool. It's pretty. It's pretty good. It's a good yeah. show. Um, so anyway, I feel you, but I think it's better to overthrow out than to overhoard all day long. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel. Good Mother's Day gift idea incoming. Oh. The skylight frame. Skylight frame. How many times you got to pick for your mom being like, look at this. Look at you. She, remember she, this? She does. She does remember. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. They remember. That's what moms do. They love pictures. They love taking them. They love collecting them. And they love memories, and the skylight frame is a wonderful way for them to custom make a digital frame that isn't overly saturated with content. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The Mm -hmm. days of the camera roll, it's so easy to take 7 billion pictures and never see any of them. Uh, But it also is nice to be able to have the volume. This is really a perfect combination of the two worlds. You can curate a wonderful collection where only your best content makes it into the skylight frame itself. Um, And, you know... Good stuff. You good? What happened? Oh yeah, no, I'm good. You're wearing down? No, I'm just thinking about. I'm just thinking about skylight frames. <laughs> it's okay. I was just wondering. I was like, oh no, Francis. Is Sometimes crisis. I look at my shoes. Uh, look, this is. Think of it this way: skylight frames is like creating a great playlist of photos for your mom. Hundred percent. That's what it. That's, that's what exactly it is. what it is. It's a gorgeous ten or fifteen inch touch screen. You can swipe through photos with your finger and even tap the heart button, and it will let the sender know you love the photo. That's the thing. You can uh. upload pictures into it anybody who has the email oh that's a nice feature uh it's a very nice feature and even potentially good for a little gag here and there mm. nothing too crazy mm-hmm. uh, but preload it with your hey, favorite mom i photos. really like this nude of you <laughs> <laughs> your father sent you that he sure did whoa baby uh but you can preload it with your favorite photos for a special mother's day gift now is a special mother's day offer get 10 percent off up to $30 off of your frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash oops. That's right, 10% off, up to $30 off of your purchase, Francis. Francis. Of a skylight frame. Just go to skylightframe.com slash oops. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com slash oops. No S. Francis. No Francis slash oops. Go get a skylight frame. It's pretty good stuff. Dude, you look great today, by the way. I, Man, love, I love this outfit. That's really kind. I don't you well. feel great. You don't? Ryan sent me a clip of me performing stand-up comedy in Dallas, and I was shocked at how I looked. What do you look like? Shocked. I was beefy. What? And you guys are going to probably not like this, because... I know that I look fine. I'm aware of that. Fundamentally, I look fine. But in this particular this is clip, a safe space, dude. Don't worry. In this particular clip, it was the most overweight that I've looked in my life. Wow. Really? Yeah. Damn. Wow. In my life. Wow. What do you What do you think that was? Like, I'm just I'm, I'm wondering. I have if been. I have. Been, I, I, have, that. I, have I have had a, a a a little bit of time now. A couple months. Where I've taken my foot off of the gas, I have stopped driving my life with purpose the way that I, on autopilot, did for the last 20 years Mm. from a fitness standpoint. Mm. And um, 
I guess I always took it for granted that I just, without even thinking about it, I've worked out three, three to four days a week, every week for 15 years, mm. maybe longer. I don't even know when, the, you know, before, before high school sports, middle school, even though I was still doing whatever. So, uh, I would say that in the last two months I've been, I've been boozing pretty hard. I've been throwing them back. A lot of beer. Been drinking heavy beers. Fucking go, dude. I've been on the road. Been yeah. on the road. You drink beers. I drink heavy IPAs. And I don't just have one. I'll have a couple. Because I don't want to get super drunk drinking liquor. So I drink these heavy beers. And then I'm. we are at the mercy of whatever food is available. Mm-hmm. So on the weekends, I'm not eating particularly well. I'm drinking heavy beers. And then during the week, as the weather improves, I find myself wanting a beer earlier mm. in the week or a cocktail or a glass of wine. And we're going out to dinner more. And uh, it's just, I'm just full all the time, mm. which makes me not want to really work out as much. Interesting. And over the last couple of weeks, I've done one day of exercise a week, which is really low for me. So how have you reacted to seeing yourself in this video? Starving myself. Interesting. So when did when did you see the video for the first time? Monday, and maybe since, su- Sunday. Sunday, I think. And have you been weighing yourself during no. this? Or is, is that sort of like no, not matter? Doesn't really matter. Yeah. Honestly, I'm afraid of what I would see on the scale. I, I think that might even send me more into uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, an unhealthy overcorrection. Right, 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 right. And by the way, I say that I'm starving myself. That's not true. Yesterday, I just was very conscious of what I was eating, and same mm-hmm. with Monday. And I think that with two weeks of attention to detail, I can reset habits and get back to being a bit more conscious. For my whole life, I've I've been this. I've been one of those assholes who could just say, "Yeah, I can. I can. I have a really fast metabolism. I can eat whatever I want because I work out all the time. I like working out." And that was true, even though it's annoying to hear someone say that. Well, but since you worked out all the time, you were, you know, you were young, you were fit, you were athletic, whatever, right? And then you continued working out. So is it the metabolism or is it the lifestyle or both? Um, I think that maybe this is wrong, but I think that working out as much as I did kept my metabolism high. Everything yeah. was functioning pretty well. Yeah. Beast mode. But... When I, this is the first time in my life where, as a result of taking my foot off the gas a little bit, my body says, "Uh uh-uh, you don't get to, you don't get to maintain cruising altitude anymore without keeping your hands on the wheel, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's telling me. Yeah. And uh, my pants, my pants aren't, aren't feeling too good. Really? They look nice, loose-fitting. These are loose. I wore them today because I, I wanted some loose pants. Mm. But yesterday, I wore some tighter pants, and the belt, was, the, the waistband was uncomfortable all day. Mm. It, was a, it was a sign. I, I've had pant anxiety my entire life. I'm annoyed that Ryan didn't say anything to me sooner about this. He probably didn't notice, He bro. keeps an eye on me. I sent, I sent it to you right away. Yeah, but I'm saying you've watched me put away candy and pie and shit on the road and you haven't said hey hey slow your roll bro and what now i know maybe i'll call you out yeah i need you you to i need you to make me feel insecure (laughs) jesus 
Don't do that, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Okay. Shame, shame me, Ryan. Shame me. Dude, like, my my legs have always been, like, big. Yeah. Even though, you know, and granted, when I'm skinnier, they're still big for a skinny person. Yeah, like boy. I'm fat, they're huge. So, uh, I've, they've never fit me right. So, I've always had anxiety about pants. So, like, if I find a good pair of pants, I just wear them every day uh. because finding different pants. Because this, even when I was, like, even when I'm, I'm skinny, this will be tight. This yeah. will be, the waist will be loose, but the thigh, I'm fucking hippie long stocking over here. <laughs> the thigh guy, look at these puppies. Yeah, those are some meat. Those are some big boys. Meat bones. But anyway, I, I relate to pant anxiety, and this is a, uh, you know, nice conversation to have yeah. about pants not fitting. yeah i uh that is a was a real wake-up call knowing that these pants fit perfectly because because you know what it is they're my warm weather pants these no no oh like the ones i was wearing yesterday right and so i had them in the sort of summer shelf for the winter and didn't wear them but then i put them on for the first time because we had a nice day so i hadn't worn them in about i don't know seven or eight months and and that's the time right, where right. you start to say, whoa, whoa, There's you know, difference. Yeah, yeah. The warm weather pants. I don't know. And we're heading into summer, buddy. I know. I know. It's too late for me yet again. Uh, I no. tried. Yeah, it's too late. How much time do you need to get into fighting shape? So good news. Shout out to the fucking savior of the world, Dr. Tommy Kern, who has been helping me a lot, dude. My shoulder feels amazing. Wow. For the first time in years. And granted, I went Hell to yeah. PT forever. But the PT, I got to be honest, it, you know, if you're in PT and you're looking around and everybody's 70, that's not a good sign. Right. Uh, I was doing shit that wasn't difficult and, I, and it wasn't making a difference. Granted, now I have an MRI that more, has more specific detail. But even I called the old place. Anyway, I'm going to this other guy. I'm feeling amazing. Uh, and I'm close to being in, in the full capacity to exercise. But nice. It's still too late. <laughs> for for what? For July? For yeah, yeah. It's too late. I mean, I would say it's too late for me to be walking around. I probably will be wearing a shirt the entire summer. Come on. Most likely. It's okay, dude. It's fine. Do like, you go in a pool? Not not actually, but metaphorically. Yes. I get what you mean. I'm not like going to be I'm not going to be proud. If you go to pool parties, do you get self-conscious? For sure. Yeah. I mean, I have to be in absurd shape not to be. So, like, uh, I'm going to be self-conscious anyway. Right. I, I look fine. But, like, you know, I'm still going to be this guy this summer. The, the you know, the move to get the belly not showing. And, uh -huh. and listen, it just is what it is, dude. <laughs> I'm, I've talked about this on the pod before, but it's time to start the assault on people who are in shape. You guys are losers. <laughs> <laughs> You have too much time in your hands. Oh, good night. Do some more crunches, dude. Good you know what? You. Listen, <laughs> I don't disagree. I don't disagree. <laughs> and, and to the degree of it is time. It's time. Time is the reason that I have not been working out lately. Mm -hmm. I haven't had the time to do it. It's good. Um, and I'd rather devote my time to bonding with my, my wife and my friends. Mm -hmm. And it is amazing how responsible my wife is for my weight gain. 
I would say 90% of the blame goes to her. Is she feeding you a lot? No, she's just wants to hang out. She's a good time. She (laughs) wants to hang out, and we can't hang out at the gym. (laughs) That's not where we hang out. We hang out on the couch. And with Anders Rasmussen. Yeah, we hang out at the bar, at the restaurant. We do this, we do that. Or we hang out. Taking the dogs for a walk. And let me tell you something. Taking the dogs for a walk, I'm not burning the calories that I would be if I were rowing a 5K in yeah. 19 minutes and 38 seconds. That's true. When I'm, when I'm in the best shape, which but the fact that I talk about that as if that's a current thing is absurd. There was like a very small window of time where I was in extremely good shape. Otherwise, it's just been what I look like right now. Yeah. So let's, let us say that. That one time when I was in really good shape, I didn't view walking as exercise. That was a good sign. Mm. Now, if I'm like, oh, I got a bunch of steps, or, <laughs> oh, as if that's going to do shit, dude. <laughs> oh, I got steps. I did. Oh, wow. Look at me. Um, it will if you are not, you know, stuffing your face with cheeseburgers. I, dude, I, I actually think that it would not do anything for me, even if I wasn't stuffing my face with cheeseburgers. I would just be a skinnier version of my fat self. But isn't that... Gotta hit the weights, baby. Uh, maybe you're right. right. Don't maybe. you? I, that listen, is the key to, to youth, apparently. I don't have the answers anymore, pal. Okay? I have graduated out of any sort of uh, elite specimen category. We'll see, dude. I've, I can see you having a second win. You'll start taking... There's some new HGH thing, apparently, that all the fucking big shots are taking. Yeah, and I've, hear, I've been hearing about this diabetes medicine. Ozempic. For... Getting jacked? That's what everyone's no, talking about. No, it's like about. a weight loss it's thing. A fat but thing. Oh, I've been Apparently, seeing it. Apparently, you just put it all the weight back on as soon as you stop taking it. It sounds like every diet trick ever. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. yeah dude. All right, we got some emails. There's some juicy stuff in here. Guys, thank you for sending these. Uh, they're so fun and funny and great to, uh, to, to read and to talk about. So keep sending them. Oops, the podcast at gmail.com. We got a couple of good ones that are right up our alley. This one's called Insulting Wedding Invite. Mm. (laughs) My girlfriend and I are uh, huge fans. Would love your input on the following. We just received an e-invite to someone who used to be her best friend's wedding. Over the past few years, they've not been as close, but my girlfriend was invited to the dress buying bachelorette party with limited notice and not by the bride herself. Okay. Thanks for including that. We have had this couple over to our place for drinks and to hang multiple times in the past. I'm not the biggest fan of the groom, but I have put in uh, effort for my girlfriend's sake. We've been together for many years. My given name is, I, I, I literally checked with him today to make sure this was okay. Should we just make it up still? Probably. No. no. Say the name. <laughs> I don't know that this guy realizes how much shit this is going to get him in. I'm, okay. I'm going to say that. That is not our fight. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna. <laughs> it matters. It clearly matters to the story. It does, but I know how to do it in a way where it'll. Can I see? I won't say it. Can I see the name? <sighs> say it. <laughs> okay. Christopher. My given name is Christopher Fitz. Patrick. <laughs> I mean, dude. Christopher. If you think you're throwing him off the scent with that, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> why? You've come 90 yards. Why not go the final 10? (laughs) (laughs) 
Based on the details you've already given. Christopher Fitz. <laughs> I can't believe. I can't do it to him, dude. Uh, all right, all right. Christopher Fitz. Right? <laughs> if you guys could see how close to his real name what Julio is saying is. <laughs> oh, who could it be? <laughs> that okay. I would argue that it's it's close enough that it doesn't change the dynamic of the story. <laughs> it doesn't. No, but And his real last name is like random sort of. Yeah. Well, Fitz. Okay. Chris Fitz. Yep. Chris Fitz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what yeah. a Chris Fit. Mm-hmm. Um my given name is Christopher Fitz. <laughs> <laughs> but I go by Chris and I'm not particular particular about people. <laughs> I'm not particular about people using my full name on social. I have been quote Christopher Robin for over a decade, which was a nickname. My family gave me the wedding invite arrived. See photo attached. And they got my name completely wrong. Huh. They called him <laughs> Chris Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. That's insane. Uh, Uh Oh, God. I do do not like them. I don't want to go to their wedding. I want to support my girlfriend who's amazing but does not like confrontation. Can I tell them to kick rocks? I mean, dude, you may not have a choice anymore. You don't have a choice. You may not. This is probably going to get out. This Come on, Fitzy. Gonna, this might get back to them. I mean, should, does he have ground to stand on being upset about that invite? Potentially. Look, um, I have my whole life, people have misspelled my name. They've, they've spelled it Francis with an E. Uh, instead of with an I, which, you know, in a way misgenders me because the E spelling is the feminine spelling of the name Francis. And when I was a young guy, young kid, it bothered me immensely because it it conjured traumatic jeers of classmates saying, Francis, isn't that a girl's name? And all kinds of horrors from my youth. And uh, you get to a point in your life where it just doesn't, my name is my name. We're not Marlo from The Wire. Right. You know, we're not uh, some uh, carrying on uh, the name of uh, of our fathers, fathers, fathers. And I, I don't know. I, I So, but the only thing, though, if that what you're saying would be the equivalent of them calling him Chris Fetz instead of Chris Fitz. When in reality they just added a different name. That yeah, would be it's calling a completely you completely different name, which Francis Elliman. That would even be closer <laughs> yeah, yeah. than they got with him. I don't know that this shouldn't bother him. The wedding planner may have done it or something. You know what I mean? It shouldn't bother him that much. It's pretty funny. <laughs> and <laughs> clearly it it is a der- derived from his Instagram handle, right? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I guess this whatever his social. Yeah, hundred percent. It would be it would be bad if her last boyfriend's name was Robinson. Oh right, yeah. That or 
Something like that. That's just like disrespectful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, this sounds like an anonymous mistake. This just is a clerical error. And and I think obvi- he should probably know and does know that there's no way he can tell them to kick rocks. She was invited to the dress fitting and the bachelorette party. This is you, you have stock in this wedding. Yeah. You have proximity to this couple. It doesn't really matter if he doesn't particularly like the groom. Uh you have to show up. You just have to show up and being misnamed in the wedding evite is not a disqualifying offense. Yeah, agreed. That's my take. Agreed. Agreed. I that's well, well said. Um I could you have a really challenging name to spell. Oh yeah. A really challenging name, especially last name. I would say your last name is even more challenging to spell than your first name. Obviously, you get Julio constantly. The number of times that people tell me, I love Oops Podcast, we love Julio, mm-hmm. I get that all the time. It's crazy. And what do I, am I, should I correct them? I don't know. I, I actually don't know. Because they're trying to say a compliment yeah. to and us. The amount of times that I, even on official documents, my name is wrong, it's like crazy to me. And to your point, they're saying something nice. Dude, if people come to my fucking show and call me Julio, even though I chances are on the road I'm doing a bit about my name, I still I probably wouldn't even correct. Right. And in public, I certainly don't. People are like Julio, love your shit. I'm right. like, thanks, dude. Right. Because I don't actually care. I get why they're making the mistake. Right. It's a hard one. Do so, you? I'm assuming you don't correct them. I don't. Yeah. Because I don't think you should. What more can we do than constantly say your name correctly on the podcast? I know. And if someone is still troubled and having trouble getting it right, even though they listen to the podcast and hear your name said correctly (laughs) over and over again, their brain is broken. It's broken. There's a glitch there. Well, we're we're in an era too now where like somehow it's cooler to like say things the right way. Like you don't want to Americanize a name. So they somehow mm. think that by calling me Julio, they're they're saying it right or something. Oh, int- oh. Julio, tell Julio oh. I say hello. As though Julio is your colonist name. <laughs> I, like you know, like people. I don't know, dude. Yeah, the the pronunciation. No, you know what I mean. Though seriously, like, <laughs> don't be ashamed. It's like of your finding name. out that uh, your Literally. your Asian American friend's name is Sean and being like, don't you mean Twang? No, seriously. Yeah, or, I don't even know how you would say it, but like X I A N Zhang. Zhang, is that how you say that? <laughs> yeah, Maybe. and trying to and trying to get it correct, and he's like, "No, actually, my parents named me Sean with an S, right? S E A N. Please don't do that." <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's the equivalent of that. So, yeah. Anyway, Julio Gallerati, mm. Francis Ellis with an I, uh, Ryan facts within him. Yeah, we got a couple today. Oh, good. Um, Ryan. We really went all around the world today on this episode. We sure did. The subway system in New York City has 133 bathrooms across 69 stations. That is a really good fact. And that's updated as of January of this year. Mm. Marcus Samuelson has been married since 2009. Good. And Dr. Thomas Kern has blue eyes, and they're very nice. He does. He has very nice blue eyes. Wow. Shout out. My shoulder. Some interesting facts. Uh, where, are you, where are you at, bro? Okay, guys, it's me and Lil Sasquatch, and we shall be at 
Charlestown, West Virginia. Coming in hot, baby. Big show. We are at the Hollywood Casino. One night, one show. That's it. That's all you're going to get. And we're going to play blackjack and all kinds of fun games. Gamble with you guys after the show in the casino to come out for the most interactive show you'll ever get from either of us. Me and Lil Sasquatch, Charlestown Races, Hollywood Casino, May 12th. Tickets at FrancisHelse.com. Julio. Dude, that sounds fun, bro. Yeah, Are I'm you excited. Flying there? Uh, I think we're going to fly to D.C. and then you drive out from there. Oh, sure. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. Um, sick, dude. Well, I'm at Stress Factory in New Jersey, May 17th. I am at Laugh Boston, May 25th. Uh, tickets on my website. I'm really excited for both of those. Thank you guys for all the support on the road in general. It's been really fun. And then got a bunch of stuff coming down the pipeline the summer and uh, in the fall as well. So we'll see you. We'll see you at a show. Nice. Thank you guys.